1: Here we go. Another episode of Faith, Family, and Football with Clark Phillips III. Trevor Allen here with you from kslsports.com. Episode 11 of this show, and hope you guys have enjoyed all 11 episodes. If not, go on back and listen to them in order, and it kind of gives you the whole roller coaster ride of a college football season as Clark has joined me every single week as we've gone through this college football season. Clark, how are you, man? I'm
2: good. How are you?
1: Doing all right. I mean, you know, got obviously hands full with, with college football with you guys. And
0: yeah. and you
1: you guys are on your way to Las Vegas, which we're already starting to make plans for that. And then college basketball starts this week. So it's going to be even more busy. The month of November is the greatest time for sports fans and probably the biggest nightmare for beat writers. Let's we'll put it that yeah. way. That's um, true. But yeah, it's, it's it's all in good fun. And, you know, we'll uh, obviously have you guys covered with everything Utah football coming off of a win against Stanford. Fifty-two to seven. I gotta say, Clark, I did not expect a fifty-two-seven beatdown. I did expect a win, but I didn't think you guys would blow the doors off of Stanford.
2: Man, I didn't. I didn't even, you know, I, I have the most um, faith in my football team, man, and in the team and in my coaching staff. But uh, I'd say we even surprised ourselves. We, like Coach Wood said, he's been saying it pretty much almost every week, except for the last couple of weeks. You know, our best football is, is yet to be played, and. There's, there's some truth in that because, um you know, we had a good feeling that we beat these guys and we have the most confidence every week that we feel like we'll win. But um 52 to seven, even at halftime, we were like kind of looking around like, let's go. You know, we're finally doing we're handling our 20 square feet and we're, we're doing everything at a high level right now. And we just knew that we had to keep our foot on the gas because um, we've also experienced that other end where you get up on a team and they come back. So we were determined not to let that happen, man. And, you know, when we were able to keep our foot on the gas after the game it made it that much more, you know, pleasure or made it that much more fun. You know,
1: you know that you guys are beating the doors off of somebody when I go up and uh, tell tell my wife to score. And I'm like, it's only halftime. And she's like, well, that's just rude. I'm like, it's college football. (laughs) You got to put you got to put the gas down, you know, put your foot on their throat. No feelings attached, right? Exactly.
2: Production based business, man.
1: This isn't pee wee football, where, where you got to be nice to everybody. This is college football, yeah. where you got to survive and win. This is there's no skunk rule. This isn't Madden on your trip. <laughs> they would have they would have got, gotten off the sticks in the first part of the first <laughs> quarter. I mean, geez, you know, talk about that. Where you guys, the fact that you guys as a defense, I think they were minus 13 yards in the entire first quarter. Yeah, were you guys just feeling a rhythm out there? where you guys were just making play after play after play?
2: Yeah, man, I I feel like um, the culture really thrived, we prevailed, and you know we just played within you know within our within our system, within our coverages, um, and then just played assignment sound. I feel like it was pretty much the whole game. We had a couple of mis misfires and a couple of things that we did that weren't good that we corrected already, but um, you know for the most part, in particular in the league and that in that first quarter and that first half, man, it was like plays were just being made and it was like. Guys are just letting loose. It was like it was. It's my turn to make a play. Guy make a play, and then it was like, okay, next guy. It was like down the line, all the D linemen were taking their t- taking their turns getting sacks. It was like, dang, we don't got enough downs for everybody to get sacked, you know. We don't have enough. It was like every single and So it was fun, man. It, it made the atmosphere, even though it wasn't that many fans, you know, in that stadium. Uh, we, I feel like Utah, we brought, we brought more of a fan. Shout out to the Utah fan base because we, I feel like we brought more of a fan, you know, uh, more of a crowd than they even had there, you know. And so it wasn't as loud. uh wasn't that loud. So it was like we were bringing our own juice. And that's what we kind of knew we'd have to do. And so it was good that we kind of got in the game. And, uh play after plays just kind of built off that juice, you know?
1: So Malone didn't play. That was evident, but you didn't play nickel. You guys kind of had, had, had a different look. You guys had Cole Bishop playing as a third safety. He actually yeah. played pretty well. He would come up into the box and ended up making some plays. He was nominated for a freshman of the week in the PAC 12.
2: I'm proud of Cole. He, he's developed this year, man. You know, he, uh he he's making tremendous strides. This week was, you know, kind of his, his coming out party in terms of his play. He, he had a great game. Um, He had sacks, he had tackles. Um, he had a PBU, a diving PBU that I can remember. Um, the kid was all over the place, and I'm just proud of him because um, it's his first year. You know, your first year you take ups and you you take a lot of, you know, lumps. And, you know, speaking from experiences, there's there's ups and there's downs. Um, and so to see him keep on going and see him have this type of game, um, later in the season especially, it just shows you where he came from and where, and where he's trying to go. And it's a good, you know, uh, it's the epitome really of our team especially because um it just shows you you know like i've even referenced last week you know how we started and how we're trying to finish
1: Devin lloyd had a incredible pick six he basically landed in the end zone but he had to snatch that ball like the reaction time had to be perfect or it would have gone through his hands or, or it would have been batted down you were on the field when it happened right yeah how crazy was that play from your view
2: and it was ridiculous um I was like in a uh, I feel like I was in a cover two situation because I saw him like jump up like I saw that play happen and I saw it, it looked like it was supposed to be a screen or, or a quick in breaking route. Um, quarterbacks obviously trying to get from out of that backed up situation. Nobody wants to have their backs to their goal line. Um, and so that's a bad spot. And so he kind of just trying to rush it, rush it out. He threw it a little bit high. Uh, Devin might have jumped up about 30 feet in the air. Just it doing felt like it. And, but then he was able to, you know, kind of land fast enough to get barely into the end zone. And so now everything about that play was freaky. Um, He's a nature and that dude, um, he just, Devin does Devin things, you know, on Devin timing and that's, that's every game. And so this isn't a coincidence. Uh, This isn't his first time winning defensive player of the week. Uh, And I don't think it'll be his last before he's out of here.
1: I know you're going to get a few more of those uh, awards when, between now and and, uh, next season as well, just with, with your growth and, you know, playing with him, does that help your game even though you guys play play different positions?
2: Most definitely not. Devin brings a uh, confidence to the defense that um, I aspire to, to bring to the defense. You know, uh, at some point, if I don't already do that, I, I aspire to bring it when I'm a, you know, captain or when I'm a team leader like he is because, you know, we kind of felt his loss when he, you know, even just missed a half um, when he was ejected for targeting. We felt, you know, Devin wasn't on the field wasn't crazy, but it was like, dang, we we needed, you know, you hear Devin, you know, even if he's not saying anything, it's like, you know, he brings a presence that has definitely felt. And so just having him on the field makes, you know, the unit a lot stronger um, with play and then just with confidence as well. Um, you've seen the plays that he's made. Um, and then I feel like he's almost like that puzzle piece that, you know, that you need that's crucial to making a whole puzzle full.
1: So you and I have talked every week for the last few weeks now that, you know, one of the games we ended up talking about was that loss to Oregon State Beavers. You guys lost that game, gave up like 260 yards rushing, talked about, you know, cleaning that up. And then you guys went on to face the Bruins. Things were getting better, but in their passing game, they were able to get a lot of yards. You guys stopped them in the run. In this game, you guys allow seven points, 167 total yards. They didn't even crack 100, I don't think, in either category for passing or rushing. Was that about as complete of a, of a performance from, from, a, from this defense throughout the year?
2: You know, uh, Coach Whittingham, he, he said that uh, right after the game, and he, he repeated himself and said it again in our team meeting, uh, you know, he was just – he was really proud of our performance defensively and offensively. That was probably the most complete game in terms of everybody being on, on, their, on their game um, at the same time. We played a full football game, you know, full four quarters. We, we, we kicked their butt, like he said, you know, all four quarters. Um, 60 minutes of football. Right. And so, you know, we um I feel like we all handled our Ps and Q's and and it was a product of film study, of preparation, uh the seasons, ups and downs, you know, the losses that we took early on. We said it, you know, even, you know, talking on this on this podcast, man, we talked about it. We said, Hey, we can use either use this to uh to fuel us or to fire us or to to kill us. And so, um I feel like it, it really it really fueled us and you know, I was a product of of uh this past weekend, this past Saturday or past Friday, I should say. And um it was just so good to be a part of, man, because you've seen everything clicking. And that's why it was like, it was, that was the the focal point um, uh, of the locker room and something that was just expressed from everybody. Everybody's like, keep your foot on the gas. I've never heard so many guys saying that at halftime than I heard it this weekend because it was like, we've seen this before. Um, of course, this was a little bit exaggerated because what was it, 32 to zero or something? It was 30-
1: 38 to zero at the half.
2: 38 to zero. So it was like, um, even though we were up a lot, it was like, we don't want to be that team that lets the team come back 38 to none because we've done it at 21. We've done it at 14. So it was like, we're not letting this happen again. And you've seen everybody, you've seen the freshmen, you've seen the guys, um, that just got into the program, the guys that just maybe first week traveling, saying it like, Hey, we're not letting these dudes come back because we know how painful that can be. And it was like, it was special to see, man. And to see just the team, um, continue to, tr- to, to thrive to, and to continue to, um, to just play hard, man, it was special. It was special. I'm glad I was a part of it.
1: Well, not only that, but you guys, they ended up coming out, Stanford did, and uh, scored their their only touchdown. And then you guys had to punt after um, on offense. And then so I could kind of see where you guys were saying to, you know, keep that gas down. But then you guys made another play on defense on on that second series for Stanford to be able to to keep the momentum on your guys' side.
2: Yeah, man, there was a point in that game where it was like it felt like the momentum was shifting, and that's when, you know, you seen everybody roaring on the sideline, like, hey, keep that foot on the gas. Don't get complacent. Don't get comfortable. Let's keep it going. Let's let's keep stomping these guys out. And um, you seen a couple of big plays made, and then it was like it was almost kind of cemented. The the writing was in the wall at that point, and we just had to keep on playing, man, and keep on, you know, building off of each other. So we did.
1: Uh, one – or two more things on this game. One of them uh, I wanted to touch on. Um, a couple of things as far as the running game. Three guys went off for 100-yard rushing performances. One of them is obviously your your, your roommate. Um, how cool was it to see three guys rush for 100 yards in a single game, which has never happened before in Utah football history?
2: Man, first of all, I'm proud of all the guys, man, but um, hats off to Coach Loveway, man, because it's hard. It's hard enough to get uh, one or two guys rolling, but to get to get basically, you know, seventy percent of your running back room going in a game like that um, and successful and over a hundred yards, that's special. And that just shows um, what time, what type of team that we got. It's not about one guy. Um, every every week, I feel like it's been somebody else that's gone off, but or that's had there had had a crazy good game. And so just to see everybody be able to contribute mm-hmm. to that, and everybody would, you know be able to have a reason to have that big old grin on their face. You know, all of the running backs, man, were all, you know, patting each other on the back and literally because everybody's putting in work and it was special to see that. And it's special to see, you know, just offense doing what they're doing period, you know, on the, uh, coming from the defensive side of the ball, you know, watching, you know, last year and watching, you know, even the years that we, you know, did our thing offensively uh, it's even more special this year. I feel like we're really, really executing.
1: So, People who, who are listening to this are probably asking, Trevor, why aren't you talking about the plays uh, Clark made? Well, he was only thrown two once. and I'm a team guy. And and you also probably know the next thing I'm going to bring up to you, right? What's that? You got a flag.
2: Uh-oh. <laughs>
1: a 15-yard penalty, unsportsmanlike conduct. I can say for a fact that is your first one in college. Yeah. I don't know about the rest of your career
2: wasn't a 15-yard penalty because the penalty offset,
1: are- but still. Still. It, it you was, got it flagged. Was, the ref called your number. <laughs> and you still got a penalty. That's the truth. That's the truth. It's, it's just walk- that nobody moved because the other guy got a penalty too. That's the truth. Now,
2: nah, I'll I- I walk you through that play. So, yeah, man, so, um, you know, if you guys have been listening to this podcast, anybody that's listening, you guys know I play with a little bit of an edge. I'm a chippy guy. A little um, bit? Just a little bit. <laughs> I like to get in the heads of receivers, particularly – guys uh, yeah. as a whole. And so, um, this particular game, I have been, you know, really just kind of studying number, number five, number six. Uh, I think there was a number one, number, uh, 11, yeah. guy. And so I've been studying those guys. Um, this number four guy, I guess his name was Michael Wilson or something. Yep,
1: That's exactly his name. So he came
2: about, we didn't even expect him to play. Um, it's just his first game playing in a while. And, uh, the first series, he he got into it with, I think, uh, Zemiah or Fabian, one of the other corners on our squad, and they was kind of pushing them or whatever and just doing a lot. And, you know, me and the corners, we, uh, the corners and I, I should say, we, we, we collaborate on the sidelines. We kind of talk about, um, you know, who's giving us issues, who's a tough blocker probably after every series, what we're seeing just so that we can all be in tune just in case guys flip flop sides, just so that, you know, we're all kind of seeing the same thing and all kind of, you know, are expecting whatever they're trying to hit us with. And so, um, you know, they had already told me like, Hey, this kind of doing a lot of extra stuff. Be aware Clark. And of course they're telling me because they know I'm a little bit of a hothead at times and I get a little crazy and especially I like to engage in that battle. And so I usually guys don't bring it to me first. Um, and so the, the very next series, uh, It was my first time being on this guy's side or he came to my side, uh, my first time ever guarding him. Uh, It was a running play. I tried to I was covering him. We were in man coverage. Uh, I turned and ran with him. I recognized that it was a run uh, runoff route or whatever. He's just trying to run me away from the the direction of the play, which happened to be a run play. And so uh, I tried to, you know, get off of him and he didn't even block me yet. I just slipped. And so as soon as I slipped, I'm trying to get up and he jumps on top of my head. I'm a small guy. I'm five nine, one 180 pounds, you know. And this guy's about six two, six three. He's massive. He's a big guy. He looks looks scary, right? And so he jumps on back of my head. I can't get up, and he's just you know kind of trying to keep me on the ground. I get up, and I'm laughing. I'm like, "What the hell, bro? You know why you do that to me?" And so I said a couple other things, and he proceeds to grab my uh, my collar, like my my uh, my jersey near my collarbone area, and um, that's when he starts trying to throw me around. And he's talking all this trash, and I'm like what the hell is your problem? So then I proceeded to grab his um, his helmet or his hands transitioned to my face mask. And that's when, you know, my hands trans- transitioned to his face mask. And then, of course, because I'm a little bit stronger than I feel like most guys, his face mask or his helmet ended up coming off, um, which ended up resulting in a penalty for both of us. And so, yeah, man, I was that. He was doing some <laughs> more talking and jawing and stuff. But, yeah, it was like, it's it's the game, man. It's, you know... I love it. I live for the moments, not where I can, you know, hurt my team and and get flags called, but just a mono-mono battle. I love it. I love, you know, lining up on a guy, dominating every aspect of it, whether it's, you know, defeating the block. And that's what I feel like I I can respect that guy even more now because he was willing to take it to me. A lot of guys, you know, they don't want that, you know. They'll do it one or two plays, but he was trying to do that every play. I'm going to try to fight you, block you. I'm not getting any catches, even though I'm a receiver, but I'm going to block you with all that I got. I'm going to be a great blocker. And so I started to call him tight end because you're not <laughs> a <false>. So <laughs> And so, uh, you know, that was fun, man. It was a fun matchup. Um, obviously we won a game, so we get the last laugh. But, no, nah, I definitely – I had to apologize to my coach, you know, for, for giving us that flag because that was unnecessary, you know.
1: Which is why the penalty is called unnecessary ref. No, no, that was an unsportsmanlike conduct.
2: Unsportsmanlike conduct. Yeah. Just because there was John, I wasn't even saying anything. I was nodding my head and smiling
1: at it. I honestly think the flags came after the helmet popped off because yeah. that was when the flags yeah. started flying.
2: Yeah. They, they freaked out. I was like, oh, they're about to fight. You know, we got to throw something. This isn't right. You know, this is after the play. And so. <laughs> I'm thinking, like, what the heck? Because this dude, I'm like, I'm looking at the refs, like, did you guys see that whole play? Like, I literally slipped and fell. I'm away from the guy. He yeah. jumps on me like, like we're playing throw up tackle or something. Like, what the hell's going on? And so then, of course, I get up and he's bigger than I am. He tries to engage with me and I'm like, why are you trying to fight me? You just jumped on my neck. Like, and so, of course, the rest is history. Um, then, you know, he got what he wanted. He got the reaction out of CP and, and I got to live with that. But it's something that, you know, I thrive off of, um, I was able to get some laps, you know, here and there, every time he lined up on my side, I just kind of teased him and stuff, said some things. I said, you feel better now, you know, just a little stuff. How you feel? Did you get that off your chest? You know? And so just a little stuff, but it was a lot of fun, man. I love going against receivers.
1: Um, do you have to run gases or anything whenever you, whenever you get flagged in games?
2: Uh, no, but coach Shaw definitely has his own set of, you know, punishments for us. Um, so what do you I have think- to do? I think I might have costed the whole cornerback room um, about two hundred up downs for tomorrow, but that's I mean that's that's every uh, Tuesday, every every bloody Tuesday. Two hundred up downs. You you remember uh, the walkthrough from last week, right? We did about one hundred and fifty, and then we I, did.
1: No, I didn't and, know that.
2: Yeah, ten minutes of planks, and so no, nah, no, nah, we definitely, but we're used to it now. We, we've uh, I feel like as a, as a collective, we gained the toughness that we're used to it. Um, it's hard to be used to two hundred up downs, but. Your arms just kind of become numb. You just kind of, and then when you do 10 minutes, we do five minutes a piece of planks just sitting there. You're shaking about about the, like. Especially
1: when, when when you guys are also wearing pads, right?
2: Yeah, you're wearing pads. And it's after, you know, the toughest day of the week in practice. But you know, you you kind of get you, you're the first couple of minutes in that plank, you're like you're shaking. Then after a while, your mind just kind of hardens, and you just kind of like forget. You you come out of body, and so it does make you tougher. I remember he would say that stuff like the first couple of weeks, and he's like, some point you just get tough. At some point, and we just be sitting there like grunting, like heck no, you don't just get tough. This hurts every second. <laughs> he's the he's the he's he was telling the truth, But now it's like at some point, like we're just we're ready for it. Every practice, we're expecting him to say, all right, on the line. And we're like, all right, let's get it, you know? But uh, nah, he told me today, and he told us, he was like, he's like, thanks to Clark, and thanks to a couple other guys that made some mistakes in the game. He was like, we will be doing our 200 up downs. We probably got some planks and some, some some other stuff I haven't even thought of yet. We're like, all right, great, let's do it. So, hell, last time we did like these mountain climber things, man. We did these, I don't know, but basically, not mountain climbers, but we're, we were climbing with our arms about 50 yards last week. But so our like leg- the bear crawl. Yeah, no, but our legs are limp. Like you're yeah. pointing, your toes are pointing, um, your toes, your toes are pointing uh, outwards and your legs are just limp and you're just crawling on oh your
1: own. Gosh.
2: And you're, we went about 50 yards up and back, about three or four reps. Um, and this was just something that he just thought of on a fly. like. And so we, we don't like when he just thinks things. So we try to continue. coach, we got up down today. Coach, we got, you know, so that he doesn't have time. Nah, I think we're going to do some, you know, some scissor walks. So like he'll just make up stuff and he's like, let's do it. And we got 700 reps. And then he comes up with a crazy number in his head and he does not bend. That number won't change. It will not if you're tired, not if you're, you know, you know, screaming, crying, not if you're grunting, not if you're about to pass out. We're going to get all the reps done and we're, we're going to finish. Them. That's why I love.
1: It sounds absolutely brutal. But and, and by the way, we're going to need to get Coach Shaw on this show. Eventually, that would be a a hoot and a half. And I, I feel like we'd probably need to block out two hours of, of a podcast time for him.
2: Definitely talking. I think he would enjoy that, too. He would enjoy just a a whole segment of just talking about his brutal punishments and talking about. And
1: and that is going to (laughs) happen. That's going to happen.
2: And he he would enjoy it too much. And uh, I don't know about that. Now I think about that, it may make our punishments even worse. Who knows?
1: (laughs) I mean, I. I could put in a good word for you guys, but also at the same time, I'm, I'm not the coach. But uh, anyway, I and I, I will just say my wife, Jamie, looks at you a different way now. Not not in a bad way. She just did not expect this side of Clark Phillips to to blast the helmet off of a guy and, you know, rip it it's off. And, no more brownies and
2: ice cream from Mrs. Jamie or what?
1: Oh, no, no, no. that No, it isn't that. It's just yeah. she just thought you were this nice out on the football field, which is impossible for any kind of football player who's good
2: possible that that can't be the case man not at all not at all
1: no she's also you know in in that mother phase where you know everyone treats everybody nicely and all that stuff and and, you know everyone gets those like trophies you got to be treated you got to treat everyone the way that you want to be treated
2: so you know what i say to that is you know that number four was treating me in a bad way so i just treated him the way he wanted to be treated
1: you know and you got flagged for it so (laughs) All right, we're going to go ahead and, uh, and uh, take a break. Coming up next, Wilds of the Weekend, and we're going to do another feature on top of that, all here on Faith, Family, and Football.
0: I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. In October of 1985, a woman named Cherie Warren left work at a busy Salt Lake City office. To meet her estranged husband at a downtown auto dealership. She never made it home.
1: flagged Park Phillips, the third from Utah football. I say flagged because he got an nice unsportsmanlike conduct penalty and I'm not going to let him live it down. By the way, is that, is that your first penalty of that nature of your career? I believe so.
2: No, I think I might've gotten a couple in high school. Um, okay. Just, um, just for jawing back and forth with guys and, you know, little stuff. Um, I, I, but I don't know. I think, no, I got a targeting before. I don't think I've ever gotten an unsportsmanlike though. You
1: ever rip off another dude's
2: helmet I've, during a game? Actually I have freshman year. Same really? boss. Yeah, against modern day. But um that's not that's not my trademark by any means. It's not what I do, guys. You know, I know, I know.
1: By the <laughs> way, Clark is not a, a terrible human being. He's actually a great human being, which is why I do this show. I give him crap and you know, I I've, I've told him this off air. If I don't like you, I I do not give you crap. So I'm always gonna give it back. But Cork always gives it to me too. Like Cork's telling me about all of these punishments they're doing, and I'm sitting here drinking a soda, like because I, I know I'm not going to have to do it. All the media members sit there and watch us
2: literally, you know, t- toss and turn in pain, you know.
1: Yeah, and it's, it's I, glorious.
2: But um, sometimes I'm like, I'm looking over there, and you guys are interviewing people, and I'm just sitting over there in my plank position with Coach Shaw. My, I'm sweating. You know, my fists are shaking. Uh, my shoulders are giving out, and I'm cramping in my left hamstring, and Coach Shaw screaming at us, we got seven more minutes. And uh, some other words, you know. like Seven can't more minutes? and i'm like if you could only feel the half of this trevor i wish you could just feel half of it
1: (laughs) i mean uh, okay maybe during maybe during the off season we can do some sort of social video where i go out and try to attempt some of the workouts you guys do and some of the drills which i will fail epically because i'm fat and out of shape but (laughs) i also think it would bring a lot of joy to you seeing me go go through that because i watch you guys go through hell and back out, out on that practice field
2: private work together. So um maybe I'll have to bring him along and let him, you know, show you one of the brutal punishments or something. Maybe bring some who? Up downs. bring Brinkle Shaw. Oh man.
1: I don't know if I want that. Maybe, I want to live.
2: Of just a, a simple workout with a little bit of punishment. Let's say maybe he jacked up one of the drills or something. Maybe we'll just get some extra up downs, maybe just fifty, you know, or maybe fifteen up downs. <laughs> fifteen up downs and two minutes of plank. You know
1: I've only got five in me, maybe. Downs.
2: <laughs> maybe.
1: I mean, Shaw, Shaw could stay out of it. I mean, Shaw's a great guy. I love him. I don't want to look at him differently when he has to make me do workouts. But I would do it for you guys to get some joy out of it. Social media, Twitter would have a blast with it, I'm sure. <laughs> but, wows of the weekend. Why don't you go first? Anything that uh, surprised you over the weekend? Anything
2: that surprised me? Um, I wouldn't really call this one a wow, but um, something that made me happy was it was my dad's birthday um, weekend, and I was able to get a 52-7, to you know, beat down uh, against Stanford Cardinals in California, where my dad proposed to my to my mother. Um, and also, you know, they decided to make things official. In addition, my mother was pregnant with me. So, you know, basically was getting married in, in California, uh, probably about 15 minutes around, away from where we were staying. They got to stay a couple of days before uh, we even played the game, and so that was special for me. Got to see them after the game, got a big old hug from Pops. Um, and then Pops also got to fly back and see my little brother play. So that was a big wow for me because Pops got to, you know, have a have a dope birthday weekend.
1: Not only that, I mean, Bryson ended up playing well. But, yeah, that was actually in my notes to give Pops a, a shout-out in this segment, so you already did it for me. Shout-out <laughs> to Pops. Happy birthday. We're not going to state how old you are because that's just mean <laughs> Coming from an old guy, too, I'm not going to
2: Oh, surprisingly, my dad, man, he's he's rather proud of his age because that dude, he don't say it much. But and sometimes I I, like when I even think of his age, I'm like, dang, you're old. Because when we talk, it's almost like it's not like talking to a friend, um, but it's like, you know, it's almost like. Talking to a peer or whatnot, because he's more than pops to me because that dude, like, he's able to relate on a level. He's got so much wisdom. He's able to relate with someone that's twenty. He's able to relate with someone that's fifteen. My little sister, she's ten. He's able to, you know, keep her going. And then also, you know, the the guy that's a little bit older than me, maybe he's able to relate with, you know, the people in the ministry that are, you know, decades older than he is. Um, and so uh, you know, it's it's yeah it's a gift uh, that I, I, I pray I acquire when I'm, you know, when I'm ready for it, when God's ready for me to have that, because my dad is special, is special. Even though he's an old man, he he's special in that manner. And uh, he's definitely, you know, it's just, I didn't plan on doing this, but yeah, I definitely shout out to pop son, you know, for just being who he is and keep on keeping the family going, keeping the family together and just being the epitome of what a great man, a uh, pastor, my father, brother, everything, man, is supposed to be.
1: I can't really add anything onto that other than that he's a tremendous human being and you, you end up saying everything perfectly. So I can't really add more to that. <laughs> that hasn't already been said. Um, but definitely a great while wow of the weekend, I'm going to go with a, a couple of things that happened in, in, in this game against Stanford. The fact that three guys rushed for a hundred yards, TJ Pledger had the longest run in, in a school history of 96 yards. And you guys held them to seven points on the road and 167 yards of total offense, just all-around performance, all of that, and Tavion Thomas going for four more touchdowns, eight in two games. Um, just the fact that this, this offense, and really, you guys, and I've actually heard it from a couple of different places, not only nationally but, but locally as well. This Utah football team is the most talented and playing the best football in the Pac-12 right now. I am willing to put that out there right now. I know you're probably not going to add anything to that, but the fact that Oregon took it down to the wire against Washington, who's struggling right now, you guys are not letting these these teams stay close to you guys. You guys are playing the best football that I've seen probably since 2019. And even then, that squad had some issues at times, especially in that Pac-12 championship game. But we're going to see you guys in Vegas again. When you guys lock it in, I don't know. You guys have a chance. Coming up on Saturday with the win over the Arizona Wildcats and then uh ASU would have to lose to Washington for you guys to lock in that 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 Pac 12 South. But just wowed by the overall performance from all three phases of that football game.
2: All I can say to that is wow. Um nah, you're right. Everything that you said, I I just have to agree with And um everything from you know you stating uh the type of ball that we're playing to, you know, what we have to do to get to where we want to be, um, you know, our goals and we've stayed at them so, since game one. And so, you know, also, you know, the things that have occurred within this teams, tragedies that have taken place. And I feel like, you know, like we said, it's made the team a lot stronger, um, unfortunate set of events, um, even the start of the season, not even just tragedy, but just the start of the season. And I feel like it's, um, it's definitely propelled the team, definitely given us that grit, that family factor that, that every team needs, I feel like, and um, now nah, we're playing. We're playing really, really good football right now. We got to keep it going.
1: One game at going. a time. And I, I, do want to ask you one thing about the game coming up on Saturday. Arizona uh, snapped their twenty-game uh, losing streak. Fans stormed the field. Apparently, they don't just storm the field for you know any kind of upset win or anything like that. They also storm the field whenever a really long uh, losing streak is broken. And that's what happened when they beat Cal, who I think was down to forty-five guys due to COVID. Um, which you guys were only allowed to have fifty-three last year, right?
2: Yeah. Yeah, man. Uh, what they, I mean, what Cal battled through last week was, was to be applauded because um, even though they lost uh, just to have to, I, I heard that some even more crazy, they lost what tw- 20 star, like 11 starters,
1: 11 starters. Yeah. Yeah. 11
2: starters. And then they even lost some coaches. They were going mm-hmm. out there. So like just to, just to battle through that, a lot of guys may be hanging up or throwing the towel, but they, I mean, the fact that they said, Hey, we're going to go with what we got, we're going with the wolves that we bring in. And so, um they still battled they lost but um that team's going to have a hell of a story to talk to 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 tell as well you know even though uh, their season probably is not going that that great i don't think no it's not um but uh, they will still have a great story to tell maybe they got the young guys that are going to be in the program longer
1: um so about about the wildcats snapping the losing streak is there any kind of message cuz that was their their first win of the year um is there any kind of message among you guys to take them seriously not overlook them because Next week, we all know of what's on that schedule. It's Oregon at home in those really sick USS Salt Lake City uniforms. And I even wrote a, a story today on on Sports.com about a potential scenario where college game day could come to Salt Lake City to profile this game against Oregon. So with all of that coming up next week, I could see where younger guys kind of have that tendency to look past it. Is there a message among the leaders since you're a part of the leadership? is there a message among the guys to take Arizona seriously so you guys don't have any kind of letdown?
2: Yeah, man. Well, first and foremost, these guys are one and eight. Uh, the coaches have already expressed that they're, uh, you know, disappointed in the season. They have nothing to lose. Their, their, their sole hope is an opportunity is to is to try to, you know, ruin someone's season. Let's not let it be us. And so that was the the kind of message uh, today, uh, the message from the the staff and, Uh, Even more so, I just feel like um, we have to take everyone serious. In that particular case, they lost a a, a lot of their games by a small margin. I think about Washington. You know, they were at USC. They scored, what, 30-something, 34 points against USC?
1: 24, but lost 31-24.
2: Thirty-one, twenty. Got it. So they, I mean, Washington—they had that game in the books. They had that game, uh, one turnover away from from winning that game. And so the fact that you know they even, you know, because Washington is known for having a great defense, decent offense, and so they—they they, just the fact that they did that and some of the things just shows you that they're capable, they're well capable of doing some some damage to to any team, and they're they're to be taken serious. I feel like every week is to be taken serious, but even more so this week because this is a game that you know. Um, probably not from, you know, a fan base perspective or anybody else's perspective, but from our perspective, they can knock they can knock anybody off. And so we've got to take them serious and treat them, you know, like we treat anybody.
1: All right. Are you ready to roll out our next feature that that we're doing? We already do a wows of the weekend. We're going to add in another one. Uh, we're going to call it the list, I guess. I don't, I don't know. I mean, I'm willing to come up with some names. If you help me out here, I don't know what to
2: call it. Let me think. Let me think. Let me brainstorm something right quick.
1: While Clark's thinking of that name, I'll tell you what it is. So just to get you guys to know who Clark and I are personally, I know you guys really don't care as much for me because I'm just a host and, and, you know, a a beat writer and all that, but Clark's the actual football player. Who's, who's got a really bright future ahead of him. We're going to kind of have you guys get to know us. And so, and everyone loves the list, whether it's top five, top 10, top 15, top three, whatever, we're going to give you our favorites of certain things. So today's favorite is we're going to do top three movies that we love of all time unless Clark has a name for it did you come up with a name
2: So I was thinking the who are you list since this is about us we can call it maybe so who are you the the the, the letters of who are you are or the first letters in every word of that who are you acronym would be w a and U, right or no why wait what yeah w a and y and so list the way list maybe I don't know I like that, actually. The way list. Who are you?
1: No, I like list. that. I
2: don't know. Just, you know, you gave it's, me. It's you, nice to have some help here, you know. You know, you gave me one thing to think of that, but it's cool, though. You know, hey. I love, love pressure situations. You know how I play when, when it's pressure, when it's fourth quarter. So, I love that.
1: Exactly. There you go. I was, I was just the quarterback. You were the wide receiver. Or I was the opposing quarterback, and you were the corner picking me off. That's um, right. All right. The way list. So, favorite movies. Top three. Clark, Clark said he couldn't do five, so we're going to do three. The, the first thing
2: I think of when I think of my favorite movies is the Taken trilogy. All of the Takens are good, I feel like. Um, more recent, Get Out, um, that was a good movie. And I only really mention it because people say I look like the main character. So like, I have to – you, know, I have you to
1: Googling it now.
2: I have to pick them. So, yeah, let's not do that. You're going to probably yeah. – I'm actually you know.
1: looking it up right now
2: gonna post a side by side on Twitter and have all the Utah fans roasting me. Let's not do that. <laughs> and then uh so my third movie would be You do
1: look like him.
2: <laughs> all right, my third movie would be let's let's move on from that one. We'll be, <laughs> we'll be three... You know you about you know about three hundred with Leonidas and yeah, yeah three hundred yeah that movie Isn't that like I...
1: Sparta you know like that dude yeah yeah,
2: yeah that, that movie's a classic man and nah so those are my three movies man. How about you? I got to hear yours. I don't, I'm curious.
1: Oh, man. Um, see, it's tough for me because I can, I can do five, honestly. And it's not really in any order. But I got to say the longest yard, the one that has Adam Sandler in it. Yeah. Um, that one that one's really good. I'm a big fan of the uh, water boy with Adam Sandler. But it's just, <laughs> just hilarious. You must love Adam Sandler. Huh? I do like Adam Sandler. I think he's amazing. He's a um, hilarious. And then another one I like is Coach Carter. Have you ever seen that one?
2: Yeah, I I, I think I have. You have to – I'd have to watch a preview and probably just a – Samuel L. Discuss-
1: Jackson is the coach of this rundown L.A. high school basketball team where yeah. he – you know, a bunch of troubled teams coming in and he's trying to change their lives.
2: Wow, I like that. I like that. Is that what got you into
1: coaching basketball? Uh, a little bit, yeah. I mean so – You were playing Samuel L. Jackson and – Well know- – I was also, you know, in this phase of my life where I was not any kind of athlete. I did play back back when I was in high school, but I gained the weight, put on the dad bod. And um, coach. yeah. And then I was like, if I can't play, I might as well try and coach. And so I gave that a whirl for a little bit at at my local church, coached the young men in basketball for seven years. And, you know, we did all right. I mean, it's church ball. Didn't you win a couple of championships? I won one region championship, but we went. We went like four years within our area. It's actually called our stake where we didn't lose a game.
2: Wow. I remember you telling me that. I forgot to accolade. But, yeah, that, that's impressive. That's impressive.
1: But, I mean, that, w- that was a lot of fun. And then uh, parents started to get involved more. I mean, especially, like, the kids nowadays. They're just, like, parents want them handed everything. Yeah. And so, uh, and I was getting way too busy with work and all that stuff, like trying to cover you guys and all that. So, I just figured to hang it up. Seven years was enough. Yeah. Yeah. And so
2: uh, yeah, I feel you got to retire while you're on top.
1: Yeah. I mean, I tried COVID kind of, kind of put the slam on my farewell tour, I guess, if you will. <laughs> <laughs> um, But yeah, no, it, it was a lot of fun, you know, and, and it really isn't about the wins and all that stuff. I, I know it's cheesy and all that stuff. It really is about just molding the young men into just trying to, you know, it basically, I was trying to teach these boys who, maybe we're thinking about bring you know, playing basketball or all that, just teaching them the love of the game that I have for it. Wow. Wow. So that's really what it is. And, you know, I also love the game of football. That's why I cover it. So, you know, covering college football and basketball, to me, there isn't, there isn't any other job I'd want. Wow. So, yeah, so that's, so, so that's our list. Uh, oh, wait. So, so I did coach Carter, Waterboy, and longest yard. You went with just the, the taken, but we're counting that as one. Cause that's like three movies. That right could there. go,
2: because I believe that you know there's three movies in that Taken trilogy that are all better than your top three. But we won't even discuss that right now.
1: I am kind of a fan of those uh, Need or the uh, Fast and the Furious, some of them, not <laughs> all of them.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rest in peace to Paul Walker, man. Because man, those movies, all of them were pretty epic. I haven't, Except I haven't
1: seen the the ninth one yet, though. The most recent one that I, I don't, I haven't really watched. I, I don't even think I've even seen the eighth one. I think the last one I saw was seven. The one that I think, I think it was the first one the rock was in.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I believe so.
1: COVID man, COVID ruins everything. That's why we couldn't like get in theaters and all that stuff. But anyway, so there's that uh, you guys can give us your guys's list. Um, and also your wows of the weekend. You guys can follow Clark on Twitter at Clark Phillips 21 and on Instagram at Clark Phillips. The third I'm at Trevor a sports on Twitter. I'm not active on Instagram yet. I kind of log on to my, to my page every like three weeks. And I notice I get like a bunch of messages from Clark that were like two weeks ago. And I'm just yeah. like, oh, cool. <laughs> just like, <Yeah>. whoops.
2: <laughs> You're not the best responder on Instagram. You're not the best right. responder well, in
1: text, which the phone's <laughs> right there, man.
2: <laughs> well, now we're even. Now we're even. We'll, we'll be better.
1: <laughs> well, I'm, I'm also going to try and answer my Instagram DM. But you also know you could just text me. Well,
2: sometimes I see that some things stay on Instagram because they're better on Instagram. Like some videos that I see that are just funny, like random dogs jumping off of things and falling. Or- just random stuff that I'm like, oh, Trevor needs to. see." You this have stuff. actually
1: sent me some really funny stuff. Yeah, just random
2: started. stuff that I'm like, all right, Trevor will laugh. This will make him laugh. This will make his day. Like, I'll just send you that stuff and then I don't get a respond for, for a month or two. But it's
1: cool, though. It's all right. You know, I understand it. Yeah. So are we going to have a uh, take and watch party at the Allen household? When we, the might have ends?
2: we might have to. We might have to. We might have to.
1: I know, I know Jamie would be all about that. We man, I I that's a
2: movie that are all the takens really um I could watch over and over again.
1: Yeah, Jamie can do the same thing, even though I don't I think the last one she watched, it was, it's been years. I think Parker wasn't even born the last time she watched Taken and Parker's six. Parker's not at the age where he can watch that type no, of stuff yet. No, that would be one where Parker goes to bed <laughs> or goes over to grandma's house. All right, we are going to go ahead and uh, take a break. When we come back, we will get our picks and get out of here because Clark has more schoolwork to do, as he's a college student. Me, I'm just going to call it a night. All right, you guys are listening to Faith, Family, and Football with Clark Phillips III. Welcome back into Faith, Family, and Football with Clark Phillips III. It's powered by kslsports.com. I'm Trevor Allen alongside Clark Phillips III. Say what? No, I was just repeating exactly what you're (laughs) saying. Are you, like, mocking me? No, nah, I'm not mocking you. I, I was, was gonna just... say, do you want to bring us in? <laughs> not at all, man. One day like you're, one day you're gonna bit. run the whole show, and I'm just gonna sit off to the side and just answer your questions. I like it when you do it better, man. I like it when you do it. You do you do this a lot a lot better than anybody, man. Well, it, it just takes reps, man. You'll end up getting reps and you'll probably be better than me just because you're you're that competitive. You know, I
2: know a lot about reps now. Playing D B is full of repetition, so now I think I, I got I got about another year or two of reps before I can transition into being the main
1: guy. Yeah. And I, I can't play corner, so I can't flip around and take your job. Although I do have college eligibility, but I'm 31 years old and I'm out of shape and I'm not fast. I used to be fast, but not, I'm, I'm also six one. What So I, I like the build that I am. I'm at, I'm at, I'm at about six, one and a half. Would I play like tight yeah. end? You're like in that middle ground.
2: You're a little bit shorter than Keithy, maybe around the same height. Um, but
1: like, I I'm feel not like gonna put how to... much I weigh because then you'll probably say I'm, I'm probably a D lineman or a, or an offensive lineman. <laughs> no, I would.
2: I'd say more uh, fullback. Right now, I fullback think you I can like play that. fullback. I think you can play fullback right now. Just gotta throw in a block or two, maybe maybe run a yard or two. A, a flat a flat route, you know, an out route, you know, get up out of the backfield, chop a couple of chop a couple of uh, linebackers like Devin Boyd coming through the middle. I've also That's got tiny hands, so
1: tiny hands probably isn't gonna help me with that, right? <laughs>
2: Uh, well, you'll probably just be our blocking fullback then. It's all right though, you know. Don't you also More, have to have
1: big hands to, in order to block too, as well as strength? But if you're
2: good with the hat and the hands, or with the hat at least, you know, just you know, using your head to to smash, or, you know, I can other give other a good hands. headbutt.
1: I can give a good headbutt. <laughs> I'll do it. All right, picks really quick uh, here um, in college picks. Clark, do you want to know how you did? Four and four, one. No, you said you were going to go like five and zero, and you weren't even close. You went two and three.
2: That can't be real,
1: uh, because you you picked Auburn over Texas A and M, which was wrong. You picked Boise State or uh, F- Fresno State over Boise State, which Boise State won. Killed you them, and right? I both picked ASU to beat USC, which happened. Uh, we both went Michigan State beating Purdue, which Purdue, I guess, is like the top five killer because they beat two top five teams now. Yeah. Um, and then you got Penn State beating Maryland, and I and so I went three and two with my only wrong ones were Michigan State, Maryland.
2: Got it, got it.
1: So you are 17 and 23 overall, I am 21 and 19. Um, so pops, I am above 500, he's not. So neener, neener, <laughs> neener. for week 11, we're gonna go. There's a lot of ranked games in here. I actually had a hard time. I had to pull some games back like, okay, we're probably not going to pick that one this week. Cause there were like five ranked matchups, but yeah. I also felt like they were kind of coming off losses and they were also the old college football playoff rankings because the new ones come out tomorrow, as you guys have probably already noticed, we're taping on Monday night. Yeah. So we don't know those ones yet. So number eight, Oklahoma at number 12, Baylor. And, and again, this is last week's college football playoff ranking. Baylor is coming off of a Amos. loss. Oklahoma still hasn't lost. Got to go Baylor. Baylor? Yep. They just Baylor's lost. Gonna Baylor's going to smash Oklahoma. Oh, boy. I'm going with Oklahoma. You make this too easy, man. <laughs> we'll see. We'll right. see. Number 17, Mississippi State at number 13, Auburn. Remember, Auburn just came off of a loss to Texas A&M.
2: Probably going to be uh, Auburn.
1: You know who, who was such a blast to cover while he he was in the Pac-12? Mike Leach. Yeah, that dude, whenever you would interview him, nothing would be about football. It'd be about like pirates and all these creatures and all like stuff he'd read and the swords he has in his house. Like he That's he definitely took you for a ride when you were talking to Mike Leach. I heard stories. Yeah, no, he he's a blast and a half. So I'm going to go with him just because of how awesome he is. I'm going with Mississippi State. Uh, number 14, Texas A&M at number 16, Ole Miss. It's got to be Ole Miss. Ole Miss. I'm gonna go with Texas a because every single time I've gone with them, they haven't they haven't failed me.
2: Well, uh, it looks like I'll be three and zero so far, and you will be 0
1: and three. You say that, dude. You, I feel like you're starting to jinx yourself now. Maybe, maybe, maybe you win a week without like bragging about what you're gonna be. <laughs> maybe you will have a good week. <laughs> I'm just say, try out some other things. I'll take your advice next week. I'll take your advice. <laughs> i probably won't. I'm only doing this one because it has a lot of implications for this weekend. Um, Arizona state at Washington. Now, if you guys beat Arizona and Arizona state loses to Washington, you guys secure the PAC 12 South title. Washington is going to be without Jimmy Lake, who was suspended for pushing one of his players during the Oregon game on Saturday. He is without pay this week will not be allowed to coach at all. He, he can't be involved in any coaching activities until Sunday. So with all of that in mind, Washington's at home, Arizona state's on the road coming off of a win against USC. With all of that on the line, Clark, who are you going with? I'm rooting for Washington. You're rooting for Washington, but who are you picking? I'm picking ASU. <laughs> <laughs> of course you are. <laughs> Because of how crazy the Pac-12 is, I'm saying Washington. Oh. I, and you know this. The I, Pac-12 is crazy. I wouldn't be mad if you won this one, actually. I wouldn't either. I don't think a lot of you fans would either. All right, here's another one with potential implications as well. Washington State at number four, Oregon. Oregon <laughs> just coming off of a win against Washington. Washington State had a bye last week, but they were coming off of a win. Freshly. They've well. got fresh. They got fresh legs. Yeah, I uh,
2: keep that in mind. Washington State.
1: That means, okay, if Oregon loses this game, if they lose ever again, Pac-12 is out of the college football playoff. Right now they're in. Yeah. Even though they lost to Stanford, who you guys blew the doors off of, by the way. You guys made that a horrible loss now for Oregon. Yeah. Congratulations, Oregon. You guys lost to a really bad team that Utah beat 52-7. to Yeah. Okay, Okay. so you're going with Washington State. Got to. If you do,
2: oh, I don't know if I can trust you as a co-host anymore. It
1: hey, you know, you know what this does? It sets up a giant showdown because, again, I can say it, you can't. You guys are going to win on Saturday, and you guys will probably be ranked in that college football playoff ranking in probably the 23 24 25 range. If you guys are already not this week, that just sets up a huge showdown. And potentially a matchup of the Pac-12 Championship where you guys would then play each other 2 weeks later in Las Vegas. I like so playing I Oregon think. twice in 3 weeks.
2: I like the way it sounds, but I still can't you still can't pick
1: Oregon. Fine, I'll pick Washington State. <laughs> Just because of you, Clark, only you would I do that for. Check but if that. I end up getting it wrong, I'm blasting you on air. <laughs> <laughs> All right. For the right reasons, what you call that. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I, I, and you know what? I'm okay with it. Let's see. NFL picks, week 10. We've got ooh, here no, no, that one's bad now. I, I was gonna say Saints and Titans, but you're on the Derrick Henry wagon, which by the way, they're oh, great hear? football. Even though Henry's injured.
2: They just beat the Rams. I don't think anybody can beat. Yeah, them right
1: without now. without Derek Henry, which kind of surprised me.
2: So I don't think you want me to just get one and on you like just that fast, right? By the way,
1: can you take any pity on me that that Denver traded away Von Miller? I
2: feel so bad, man. You should. And now he's they're going to the Rams with Aaron Donald. He's going to the Rams with Aaron Donald and Jalen Ramsey.
1: <sighs> but Denver did beat the Dallas Cowboys in their first game without Von Miller. Maybe so who needs one. it, right?
2: <laughs> Don't I'm, say that. I'm now.
1: not going to say that.
2: <laughs> if Vaughn Miller hears this, he's going to give you a call or something.
1: Hey, if Von Miller hears this, I, I'm going to ask him to come on the podcast because that would be freaking awesome.
2: <laughs> um
1: Okay, let's see. Let's go with – ooh, here's, here's a good one. Kansas City Chiefs against the Las Vegas Raiders.
2: Chiefs. By a lot.
1: You're going against Pops and the Raiders?
2: Yeah, going against Pops – Um
1: Raiders haven't had
2: very much good luck in the last couple of weeks. Losing Deshaun Jackson and sadly Henry Ruggs.
1: Um, Jackson actually just signed Ganey with them. But the yeah. Ruggs just, being... But Ruggs being, yeah. By the way, it's how tough. how like sad of a situation is that?
2: It's horrible. Um, I think it's anybody's... Uh, any, any family, any pops, or fam- any father's especially, worst nightmare for their son. Um, it's just sad. I can't even express uh, how sad that is because... Just like that, you know, you just never realize life isn't promised. And I'm so super saddened for the family as well, the person yeah. that, that lost their life because,
1: you know, you never, no one ever thinks it's going to be them. Exactly. By the way, that, that game is on Sunday Night Football on KSL 5 TV. Ooh, no, that one's a bad one too. Uh, Let's see here. Let's give Clark a good one that he'll lose at. Okay. A pair of five and four teams, one that just blew the doors off of Cincinnati Bengals. And the other team came coming off a win against the Panthers. We're going to go to the Cleveland Browns at the New England Patriots at Gillette stadium. The Patriots are going to handle business. I think I've been winning
2: every NFL pick. That's cool though.
1: My, I haven't NFL compiled record. the records yet. I should probably do that.
2: Yeah. My record's definitely slaughtering yours. It's all right. Though. Stop it. Just
1: stop it. Uh, I'm going to go with the Browns. They're, they're playing some good football. Odell Beckham jr. Is not there anymore to have any kind of distraction. Um, wow. So I'm going to go with the Browns. Yeah. I mean, they ended up playing one without him. Yeah. By the way, a snoozer for Thursday Night Football, Ravens at Dolphins. Woof. Let's go with oh, – call, these ones are just bad. guess we can go with the Minnesota Vikings at the Los Angeles Chargers.
2: I think we both know who's winning that one, but I'll just go with the Vikings.
1: That's the one with the losing record. <laughs> I'm going with the Vikings, too, because I hate the Chargers. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, we've got two more, and then we'll sl- we'll get out of here. Here's kind of a sneaky good one: Jacksonville Jaguars at the Indianapolis Colts. I say that because the Jaguars just beat the Bills, and Trevor Lawrence got hurt. Really? And Urban Meyer's the head coach, so there's yeah. some Utah ties there.
2: You know who I got to go with then? Urban. Got to
1: go with Urban. I got two connections
2: with Urban. We both know the second one. Yeah. Yeah. You being recruited by him? Yep. No, I like I, I like the I like the Jaguars legitimately. I think that they've got a good football team. It's just gonna take time. Herbs just got there.
1: I'm going with the Colts. I love you, Herb. I love you, Quinton Ganther, but I'm going with the Colts. All right. Final one. The Atlanta Falcons against the Dallas Cowboys. Cowboys coming off of a loss to my Denver Broncos. It's gotta be the uh the Cowboys. Because I don't like the Cowboys, I'm going with the Falcons.
2: And this is gonna hurt you.
1: And that's fine, because I got you in college football picks.
2: I got the NFL, so. All I'm
1: right, winning. Clark, good luck on Saturday, uh, heading down to to Tucson. And uh, hopefully you guys come back with another win and maybe even have that Pac-12 South title locked up.
2: Yes, sir. That's the plan, man. You know, like we always say, one, one week at a time. One to oh know every week, man. And that's the goal. And hopefully we come back, you know, with the right
1: dub and moving on to the next week. All right. There you go. That is Faith, Family, and Football. I'm Trevor Allen. He's Clark Phillips. We'll catch you guys next week here on the show.